Hey, Brian. What's up? Uh, I've just been seeing a lot of people give to charities lately, so I'm trying to fit in, but I can't find one that I get anything out of. Um, are you looking for something more than the intrinsic happiness you get from helping others? Yes, yes. I'm dead inside, so I want something tangible. Let's put a pin in that, uh, but I think I have something for you. Have you heard of Hope Clothing here in Kansas City? I have not, but it does sound super cool and hip even. It is. They work with KC tattoo artists who design shirts that benefit local Kansas City charities like Greenworks and Rosebrooks. They even plant a tree for every shirt sold to help the world stop burning. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> Sounds like I'm going to be paying like $100 for a shirt, though. Way less. In fact, if you use promo code DEBATE10 at checkout, you can save an additional 10%. Uh, I've heard enough. Where can I find these kick-ass shirts? Easy. HopeClothingKC.com. They even offer free shipping. Uh, where? HopeClothingKC.com. Right, but where is that? The internet. Oh, Nice! Okay, that's the end of the bit. HopeClothingKC.com. The promo code is DEBATE10. Oh, no. He implicated <laughs> me. This is Debates on Tap. It is good. It's very good. <laughs> Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, if you were ever raided by the police and they came in and like confiscated shit, tore up your place, blah, blah, they're going to do all that and then rate you. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's, it's I'm a be- five star man. It's beyond that. Because- I'm, I know. I'm saying like in cases yeah. like that, just just for example, if like yeah. you were ever blah, blah, blah. And someone came in, police, government officials, whatever, and raided your place, destroyed it essentially, just by with their hands, like looking for things. They are under no obligation to like pay yeah. for damages, even if you were found totally innocent. Yeah, nothing to do with it. Blah blah. They're under no obligation to do it. Much like in cases like so, that, where like so in this case, the police department paid them five thousand dollars. Hmm. That's enough to buy. A, I've been doing nice. research. That's enough for a house. Uh, and they said, "Oh, that'll that'll cover your your living expenses and your insurance deductible." Sure, it'll be fine. Yeah. And the family was like, "Our house was torn down." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that little bit. That's what the asterisk says. Yeah. Right. So they they took the police department to court and oh, yeah. all this stuff, and they 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 tried to argue that it was like part of the Fifth Amendment where you, the they can't the government can't legally quote take yeah your property without compensating right and it, you know well same thing with like i've always thought eminent domain was kind of a bunch of bullshit See, no no eminent domain <laughs> is more okay yes because that legally they have they to pay have you. to pay you whatever police yes. department laws Does are not. different yeah that's different that's bird law that's bird law welcome to debates on tap <laughs> this is a podcast where we drink we argue and I don't know what the rest of it. Someone wins. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian. And I'm Legal Vargas. <laughs> yeah. Our legal boy over here. Someone call you a paralegal, but I think you can use all four of your I'm limbs. A, I'm a so. full. <laughs> I was going to say I'm a full legal. I'm a full legal. <laughs> what legal a, eagle. Yeah. Anyway, legal eagle. So if you... Yeah, it's, and he just sort of talks at the camera. I mean, he's a very handsome lawyer, so... He's what lawyer pretty nice isn't. to look at. You know what I mean? Does he have, what's, what's the size of his hands? <laughs> Dude. He doesn't have hands. He's got I, wings. I rewatched that. 
when he flings the hand off and just the screams nobody look from oh like when they're in the apartment and he's like can you put your hands over my hand and then later on yes when he has the fake hands on his hands oh. wasn't wasn't the hand flinging off improv I, d- I don't know, but like the way that, he's, like that he screams, nobody look, just <laughs> over and over again. And the very next, it cuts to the very next scene, and he's got him duct taped. Duct-taped, yeah. <laughs> Everybody go watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I love how Uncle Jack went from a pedophile, or yeah. alleged pedophile. <laughs> no, no. They Uncle never, Jack. They, Charlie loved whenever they would wrestle. <laughs> That's to, not something that... To lawyer Uncle Jack. But I uh, this is actually well. First, sorry, I don't want to step over this beautiful beer that you brought us in. Oh, Thank yeah. you. This is from Left Hand Brewing, which we've had Oops. many times from Colorado. It's good shit. It's uh, fade, to switch hands for a second. Fade to black. <laughs> it is a seasonal beer uh, for the season. Uh, it is a known as a foreign stout. Uh, it is made with uh, licorice, espresso beans, molasses, and black cardamom notes. It is eight and a half percent alcohol. Only thirty IBU for being a stout. That's I pretty. would say it's Cardi Yum. Nice. I would say it's Cardi B. No, nah, man. Ooh. Mine made sense. Yours is just a person's name. Yeah. That's why it doesn't make sense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I knew what that meant. I hate it. That's Cardi B, right? That is Cardi B. Nice. Nailed Fuck. it. Fuck. Uh, yeah, that it has like a wonderful smooth coffee taste, and yeah, I dig it. It does have a, a low. Well, see, I feel like IBUs are pretty low in most stouts because they are like you know, relatively you're smooth. Wrong. You're not wrong. I, I see the licorice and stuff like that. It's got like, high content, though, for being that eight low. Eight and a half percent. Yeah. You know, a couple of these bad boys might make me faded to black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the next episode we record is going to be rough. Hilarious. What? It's going to be great. What are you um, talking about? See, so I'm glad you boys enjoy this. I want to segue from what we were just talking about before the beer into my what is new. And it's, I've been rewatching some, uh, always sunny in Philadelphia friend of the show. Dalton. Yep. Has never seen the whole thing. He's seen episodes here and there. Loved it. Of course. Yeah. But during this quarantine, he's able to, to work from home still. And he told me that he started from season one, episode oh one. Boy, and he's, gun he's currently <laughs> in at the time of this, at the time of this recording. Yeah. He's currently in a season 11. So he's only got three, about three more to go, but he's been loving it. He's been texting me some quotes. The, the last one I just got was out of the blue, by the way, <laughs> all caps. Did you come in my burrito? <laughs> <laughs> and it cracked me up. So I, I decided to start, uh, I think I started at like season nine or something and just started watching right. a few here and there. And it's that, just, that's the show that's amazing because it starts out. You watch like the first season and it's kind of a different show. Kind know? of. Yeah, yeah. It's very funny. Still sort of finding itself. Yeah. And then it morphs into something and it gets really good around three, four, and then kind of dives down a little bit. But then once it peaks back up after like season, at season seven-ish or so, and as it's starting to rise back up, God damn it, that show is so funny. I'll say, and I know you, I wouldn't disagree with you that it takes a little Again, bit of a dive. It's good. It's still good. But I'll say if you haven't recently, go rewatch it. Because I think, because I was in that same, I was like, ah, oh, the middle's like, okay. But then I started rewatching the middle right. and I was just like, God damn, this is still so funny. And I've gone on record and I'll do it again as saying it is the best show on TV. <gasps> At, Whoa. That's, that's my take. That's my, I don't think it's a hot take. That's I a think, hot take. That's is a it? hot take. Is it? Ah. Yeah. Is it? The period. It's the best show on TV, period. Current. That's currently on television. Yeah. Yes. That's a hot take. Hey, man. We're here for hot takes and messy makes. Okay. Yeah, but uh, whatever that means. No one knows. No one cares. But 
I would say if you've never seen it, go watch it. And I will say, I don't know, you can start wherever you want. I don't care. You'll love it. But if you start later in the season, maybe or later in the seasons, you know, start around five, six, seven. Uh, nope. Cause it's not like, episode one. <laughs> the I game mean, gets racist. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> do that. That's fine. Cause it really is so great. Yeah. There are 14 seasons. So, um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. See, now that I'm going through the seasons and looking at I'm just, episode yeah. titles, I'm like, maybe there's not like a yeah. bad, you there's, know, like, there's really not, there's like slower or like, ah, oh, I only belly laughed 20 times that season. I'm trying to think of whenever I, whenever I was watching it actively on FX, like in college and shit like that, like when, I was kind of like, eh, like it's fine. But you were a different person. I was. I was. Oh, I was a child then. You wore flip flops on stage. <laughs> you bought a copy of a Serbian film. I still own a copy of a Serbian <laughs> film. See, as a married man. <laughs> uh, interesting. So that's well, my what's good. new. Like it's not that. really what's new, but I will also hey, say it's the, what you've been doing, bro. It's what I've been doing. The new season. Uh, well, the most recent se- season that was on TV is now on on Hulu. So if you're trying to get into it you'll have a full 14 seasons of viewing so yeah go enjoy it and enjoy the bird lawyer references that we've been making <laughs> but anyway someone else should go uh i watched not last night because we've time traveled forward and you said not to do that yeah 11 days 11 ago. days ago i watched <laughs> a movie that had just come out on hulu 12 days ago yes ah, yes called the lodge Dude, and it's so good. I saw it in theaters. I will say, I enjoyed it. I thought for um, the type of quote-unquote slow burn horror movie that it is, it felt kind of truncated. And like there was times it could have bre- like had more like development, blah, blah, blah. It's still very good and very horrifying. I will say, the trailer totally ruins the movie. Like 100%. Yeah. And... Kind of still knowing, like as it was going, like uh, I was like, oh, it's like a cabin fever. Because... I think I had shown you the trailer mm-hmm. a long time ago when like Brian lived in his other place when we almost got shot. Um, Which time? Well, that's that's the thing. Um, is that the trailer basically gives away the, the movie and what, what the kids are doing to the stepmother, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And the movie kind of dives into that. Like it steers into it and comes to a... I, I think about this in the car. A, you know what's going to happen but it's still horrifying in its revel- yeah, like re- revelation, yeah. basically. I, and it's brutal and amazing. The, I, I liked it The lot. thing I really liked about that movie is it gets to the point where it does make you believe yes. that the supernatural thing you might are, be happening. You are thinking, well, maybe this is like a weird like cabin but, fever supernatural like yeah. thing going on. But then it's even more terrifying when you realize that it could happen in reality. Yep. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised neither of you two have stopped watching trailers. I I, I probably should, 100%. Well, now that there's not too many things coming out, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's I'm not out watching trailers. Now you can watch them all, yeah. But I, I think, yes, it, it's pretty fascinating sometimes how movies... That This could be a whole topic for a whole other thing, but, but this movie specific, like this is like the first trailer I've seen in a while that gives away basically every beat of yeah. the movie. To the point where, like, I remember as the movie come along, and then there's a rev- there's like something that happens later on when you show that it's like the kids are doing things, and I was like, that's in the trailer, like that that scene yeah. with the 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 stereo in like right. the little thing that's in the trailer, and I was like, huh, but even still, the movie is the good Riley Keough. I can't think of her. she's from the Mad Max movies. She plays yeah, yeah, uh, the stepmother yeah. Grace. Mm-hmm. 
Um, her performance is fantastic in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids, the I kids are very, very good too. Very One of the kids good, yeah. is he plays Bill in it, the It movies, mm-hmm. uh, the most recent It movies. Uh, they both are very good, um, but basically, there's only like three people in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it, it's a it's a really great movie, and they actually watched the thing at one point, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, kind of hit home the the whole uh, cabin fever type of mentality. But um, I would definitely it's it's on Hulu. I would definitely recommend it if you're into like if you enjoyed movies like Hereditary and Midsummer and The Witch and things like that. Definitely watch this movie, but um, I st- I don't think it's as strong as those movies. But it's still very, very good. Yeah. So. It reminds me of an Onion headline that I saw that made me laugh recently. Uh, well, not recently, I guess. It was when Parasite won Best Picture. Yeah. <laughs> it said, A24 executive surprised to find out Parasite isn't one of his. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get that. That's pretty good. Because A24 understand. makes all the good movies. They make a lot of really great <laughs> horror movies. And, like, movies, yeah. Like, Uncut Gems was, yeah. like, one of their big Oscar movies, but... Marcus, do you have anything new you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I too have been watching a lot of movies. Uh, surprising, <laughs> yeah, surprising. <laughs> um, I recently uh, went back and revisited the two parts of the Vengeance trilogy that I'm least familiar with, um, right. and I watched uh, Lady Vengeance and S- Sympathy for No, it's Mister Vengeance and Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Yeah. Uh, and the the third part of it is Old Boy, which is probably my favorite foreign language film of all time. But right, man, those movies are so good. Have you seen the other two? Uh, a lot. I'm much like you. I've seen them a long time ago. Yeah. I have not revisited them in a long time. They're so good. Yeah. And and it, it just I don't know. Uh, it's Park Chan Wook, right? Yep. Who who directed those? Um, he just like makes. He makes you invest in these characters so much, yeah. but then makes you regret investing in them when they get what they're after. Correct. Which is the whole point of this of the trilogy is right. like revenge is not something you actually want. It does not give yes. you the catharsis uh, that you're seeking. <laughs> I might have to disagree with Mr. Right. Wook here. Because it, especially an old boy, like the whole point is yeah, his vengeance and revenge is turned in a way that like what he is actually after is not what he really wants. Yeah. yeah. And once he is on that track of getting there, it's too late to stop the train basically. Right. And, and it's, it's the same. And thing. I was going to say, from what I remember from these movies, it's the same thing. Yeah. Especially, especially lady vengeance man. When she like gets, when she gets where she's, where the movie is ending. Right. And she's with her daughter and she just slams her face in the cake. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, that thing that you want, like the the, yeah. the lifted soul that you want, the, the purification that you want is never going to yeah, happen. That, yeah, that like, catharsis is not happening in the you, way you want it yeah, to. Yeah. You've only made your life worse. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it just hits. It when hits I got that really car hard. towed, I felt so good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe yeah, I'll but, have to watch the whole thing. But yeah, did yeah, you yeah. like torture a lot of people to get that car towed? There's no, the, I wasn't for that car being towed. <laughs> That's not separate, why I, I did incident. it. Yeah. <laughs> but man, they're just they're just such good movies. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen them, go watch them. What are they again in in order? Can you get it? fairly uh, positive? It's Old Boy. No, Old Boy's the middle one. 
I know that. Sympathy. I think oh, so. Sympathy for Mister Vengeance. Okay. Oh boy, then Lady Vengeance. Lady Vengeance. Yeah. I'm fairly. Yeah. And are they? Are, is that a legit trilogy, or are they like just connected by they, characters and things? No, they they are spiritual. Yeah. Gotcha. It's a spiritual trilogy. Gotcha. Like uh, the three flavors. Cornetto, Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Best uh, best trilogy on the market. <laughs> it is. Don't argue with me. Uh, I think we have a debate on that. <laughs> There's no other trilogies that even exist that are even uh, like out there. So uh, what could we possibly <laughs> look? Are you trying to tell me that there's a huge sci-fi trilogy and a huge fantasy trilogy that would outshine those? Ah, I ah, see what you're doing. I rode my Segway all the way into the apartment. <laughs> Is that why it's crashed into the wall? That's why it's embedded into the drywall. Yes. All right, Paul Blart. What are we talking about? I don't about know today? where the brakes are. So... Many moons ago, a few, a, a couple at least. Look, it really was. I think it was I, in, at the was beginning March, of March or six, February. March sixteenth was the last wow. debates we had, which was we like we talked about last time or two times ago. Uh, it was Farscape versus Stargate SG One, mm-hmm. uh, which we Vargas we touched on the last time, and both super good. Both, I still recommend both. Everyone to should everyone. watch these yeah. shows. I wanted from the boys a more a very more broad topic. Yeah. But by In the way, I've got fantasy. a fucking bone to pick. Oh, gee, this is Grind Your Gears guy. Yeah, let's rewind on another thing. <laughs> I should have aired this out. You and this fucking broad argument what? shit. It's fun. Because you're also the guy who brought, no. what's the best advance for humankind? Yeah. And people were upset that we chose <laughs> agriculture and, and, internet. and internet. Well... Hey, we could not have picked two more different <laughs> Listen, answers, though. You are not wrong. <laughs> so I told the boys, debate fantasy versus sci-fi. And I don't remember your exact word. It was so long ago. Who knows what it is? So We're going to so, make it up now. <laughs> right. Uh, what well, he said exactly was. Let him say it. Let him do it. Put the burden on him. So how, do you, how are you going to phrase it? Because it is sort of important to what I'm going to argue. I don't know. I mean, what's, what's the best? What's your favorite? What's, for you? What? For him. Let's do for uh, him. Nah. Just in general? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I, not specifically for me, because there's so much out there that, like, I'm not going to be able to consume every, all the fantasy, all the sci-fi. I could certainly try. <laughs> um, I'd like to try. But, however, yeah, I want to know what you guys think. Maybe not so much for me specifically, but what, like, fantasy versus sci-fi. Go ahead, Brian. I don't want to start. <laughs> oh. Okay. It's so. Whoop. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's so broad. It's hard to find the jumping off that's point. The, you could talk about tropes. You could talk about movies specifically, games. Okay. Oh, I've a- got some tightrope. Anything. To talk about. All right. So the the point that I'll start. That's a pretty good joke. Thanks. It I'll, got buried, but I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll start since Brian doesn't want to. Uh, the the point that I found the most interesting because I did do, like. Finding the difference between fantasy and sci-fi is actually pretty interesting to me, I'll say. A (laughs) hundred percent. Because stuff like Star Wars Mm -hmm. could easily be classified as a fantasy. It's very true. I'm glad you brought that up. I would like to start my argument. (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars and fantasy. There you go, bro. (laughs) So so the, the... the specific deviation that I found that I thought was the most interesting yeah. was in fantasy, mm-hmm. the author makes the rules. Ooh. In sci-fi, the universe dictates the rules. Very interesting. So 
the big, the best argument I found of sci-fi versus fantasy is right. sci-fi is significantly more accessible for people. Sure. Because you're already familiar with the world, right? Right. right. You don't have to contend with magic and dragons and other nonsense that the author right. is going to throw at you that you either have to accept or mm-hmm. they have to explain. Right. And I think that's what a lot of fantasy gets bogged down with mm-hmm. is, oh, what's the history of magic? How did magic get introduced yeah. to this yeah, world? Sure. And like, okay, there's aliens. Can you accept that there are aliens? Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. Okay. They, let's, let's move on. Let's move yeah. on. You can understand and accept, <laughs> and Brian is just... Railing off, I'm bubbling. <laughs> I could tell, yeah. Like nachos yeah. in the microwave too long. I can understand. So, I can understand. That. So what sci-fi allows you to do is take the universe as you know it, mm-hmm. introduce a few different elements sure. to explore he- very human yeah. ideas, Absolutely. thoughts, experiences, relationships, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the epitome of that is Star Trek. Yeah, you know, sure. Nothing in Star Trek is so out of the realm of the universe's possibilities yes. that you just, that they have to explain it, right? Yeah. Okay, so yes, you can transport from the ship to the planet. Fine. It doesn't, it almost doesn't matter the explanation. Right. Because there's a computer that does it. Right. It, right? Just, it just happens. It's part of this world. Let's move on. Yeah. yeah. And, and everything in that universe is so feasible that the small fiction that they take is believable. Interesting. So yeah. you can take that stuff and explore themes yeah. of racism mm-hmm. or, or you know, uh, um, uh, what's the where they sexism, sexism, classism. Oh, well, I was <laughs> what I'm just trying to give you all the isms. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, colonialism right, is the right. one I was looking for. That's a big one. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Hmm. You can explore in sci-fi in a way that is digestible for people. Yeah. And they might not even realize that they're exploring these. But if they want to, you can dive into it yeah. and figure out what's going on. Understandable. So that's what I think makes sci-fi, I won't say better. Yeah. Different. More easier to access than fantasy. Yeah. 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 Huh. This. It, look, man. <laughs> this is tough. Because this is like it's arguing against. The two kids that I don't want, which one has to stay with their mom? <laughs> and which one you are forced to take? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you get the elf. I love... I get Spock. Yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> I love both of, of sci-fi and fantasy. But I, what I'll say, I, I don't want to get mean. So I'm not going to... Tr- this is not out of spite or, mm. or anger. But I think Vargas's argument just mm. now is invalid because he's saying that it's easier to accept teleportation mm-hmm. than it is to just accept that there's a dragon in the world. Sure. Which yeah. fantasy is often based on uh, fables or tales from people's real life experiences yeah, that yeah. are blown out of proportion. Uh-huh. So if someone saw a big Komodo dragon, they were like, it breathed fire. It, it looked like it could f- whatever. That's based. It's it's based in reality in some form of reality. Right. So I think he had a very interesting argument that the universe dictates sci-fi because it does. Yeah. There are things you just you do have to just accept. But saying that fantasy always gets bogged down in itself sounds like someone who's never watched Dune or read Dune, and uh, <laughs> because spice. <laughs> That's what everyone knows. Just spice. 
They just have to say spice. Oh, you guys talking Dune? Yeah. I heard somebody say spice. Where's your eyes, bro? <laughs> so I, I think it's easier to accept, right? And, and it's pretty easy to accept magic because a lot of people are just said, oh, it's just science we didn't understand yet. That's what a lot of it was. Mm-hmm. And I think specifically, Vargas, maybe you haven't read or watched, I know you've watched Good Fantasy, but maybe you haven't read Good Fantasy because I will say there's a fair amount of over-explaining in fantasy. Uh, yeah, there's none of that sci-fi. No, there's never. <laughs> please don't reference what we just <laughs> talked about two seconds ago. Uh, so I think I think it's actually the opposite of what he said. It's easier to relate and understand fantasy because it's all so based in reality. It's just changed up a little bit. Try to ignore the racist connotations of orcs. <laughs> sure. Try to ignore those things. Yeah. Uh, but like um, Lord of the Rings, uh-huh. obviously everyone is familiar with that. Chronicles of Narnia, another big one that people are familiar sure. with. Um, and I, I mean, the biggest fantasy book of all time, the oh Bible. My God, I, I knew it. <laughs> I know it's not playing to my audience, but I had to, I had to get it out there. Uh, but I mean, but, but, but honestly, so when you do take the Bible and Chronicles of Narnia, mm-hmm. I mean, that shit matches yeah, they're, they're up real very, great. Very allegorical, yeah. He just goes, uh, C.S. Lewis just goes further and makes it makes it fantasy right. versus just a real world telling of what yeah. of what had happened. So I think that point that it's easier to understand because the universe dictates it's interesting. I don't think it's true because of all the basis and reality that we have. It's just an exaggeration of that reality. And magic is the perfect example. Instead of science, we have magic. Right. So a lot of good fantasy doesn't explain magic, or or they just do it at a base level. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at D and D. There's uh, there's a few explanations here and there, but most people who play D and D know that. I mean, fuck it, magic. Magic <laughs> is just there. <laughs> sure, it's yeah. kind of a catch-all for right, things when right. you don't want to explain. Yeah why something is happening. So, I mean, sci-fi does the same thing. It just does it with computers instead of fireballs and things. So, um, I'll also say that sci-fi is, or, or fantasy, uh, is a bigger, has a bigger role in, it has more of a role and a bigger role in our lives. So the, the main, Hmm. the main, uh, like cultural experience that everyone has in sci-fi is going to be star Wars. Yeah, sure. 99% of the time, it's either Star Wars or Star Trek is the other one. And I would say there's less people who are familiar with Star Trek right, than right. there are Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably because there's way more Star Trek than there is Star Wars. Sure. But, yeah. so you can't consume it all. But it, people know, people will always know Lord of the Rings, even if they've never seen it. That's very true. They could probably tell you what happens. People know, uh, to a lesser extent, they know Hobbit. Yeah. For the most part. And people know Chronicles of Narnia. This is why, like, Very true. those are both books and movies that are kind of cemented into into everyone's ideas of fantasy. Yeah, and it's but they're those two are so varied. Game of Thrones. There's another one. That was the 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 last big cultural event. Right, right. If you, I mean, everyone has an opinion on Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. or their opinion is that they're proud they haven't watched it, which is. Annoying in another sense. Right. Well, people do that with everything. Like, they do. Yeah. Big. Yeah. I've never seen Star Wars. I don't know if you guys know that, but that makes me cooler. Than you. Better, better so. than everybody else. So I'm glad you brought up Lord of the Rings. Oh, interesting. And you might be able to explain this out of the three of us the, the best, Brendan. But <laughs> my 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 big problem with Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. is the rings of the Lord of the Rings right. are just a fucking MacGuffin, right? Like what? do they do 
the rings. Yeah, yeah. He turns invisible. <laughs> what? Dumb like, dumb. It, it, what? It gives them... Uh, so basically, what happened back in the first age? Whenever they made... I'm so glad. Yep, keep going. <laughs> whenever, whenever they made the rings, it was uh-huh. basically a combat. It was basically a way to unify them and combat evil. So it gave them powers and ultimate, like bigger ultimate power, essentially. Okay. Um, so the Lord of the Rings is basically that's what. Um, again, I might be mistaken on this, but this is that's what uh, Saruman wants to be. He wants to be the Lord, the of, Lord the of the Rings. He wants to gather them all. That's why he has the uh-huh. the old the wraiths, which uh-huh. are old kings and princes and things like that. Uh-huh. They're out searching for the rings. Uh-huh. That's why there's one ring to rule to them. Rule yeah, them all, okay. Because that was the but, that was the ring that he wore in yeah. one of the great battles in probably I think uh-huh. the Second Age. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was chopped off by a human. Uh-huh. And then every it was so powerful that one ring it corrupted everybody. Oh yeah. So and that's why. And how did it corrupt people? Uh, by wearing it, and it was so powerful, uh-huh. it basically brought on like it warped I'm, their mind. I am so powerful, I can do anything I want. Uh-huh. Bad, yeah, basically, and it, like and steered it, bad. Just making a ring gave you that power. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, magic. It was a, it was a wonderful. I magical, just talked about this. <laughs> See, it was magic. Great, it was a great magical ring. It's See, either but, but that's, that's the thing. What, what are you more willing to believe? Is it? Are you more willing to believe that they're eh, magic or eh, science? No, no. Those are the two. That's the exact. Those are the two sides of that coin, and you know it. No. What are you, what are you more you willing to accept? The fact that these rings have some sort of ambiguous powers, right. and you have to read the Cimmerillion to understand what. No they one are. has read anyone that says they've read the Cimmerillion is fucking lying to you. I've read parts of it. I yeah. haven't read the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's, it's what, impossible. that's what I'm saying. That's right. that's exactly right. my point. Is that it? Magic gets so wibbly wobbly. It it just is so complicated because the rules of it are created by the author. Right. So if I were to try and teach you a language that I made up, you would not understand it the same way that I understand it. Sure. sure. All language is made up, Vargas. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> and you don't speak English very well, so... Well, that's neither here nor anywhere else on the, on this this world that I wouldn't debate against one or the other or either being uh-huh. of the two. Here so far as they do the thing. Perfect. That's what happens here. Let me ask this. What is, out of these two things, yeah. one, what do you prefer between fantasy and, and sci-fi? And two, what is something that you would uh, highlight as the best no, not Bella. Bella has a lot to say. <laughs> she has a lot to say. Goddamn. Uh, or and what would you like push forward as like the best of sci-fi, the best of yeah. fantasy to like for someone who has never really done, you know, what would they do? What would you say? I I think and it okay. could be it could be movie, it could be game, it could be. What was book. the first? What was the first part? What which one do, would you honestly prefer? It's it's rough, and yeah. I've I thought a lot about this. That's kind of why I brought the, like, like thinking about this whole yeah. thing for a while. Like, and I think I think. It is fantasy only because... Because yeah, of racism. Because I love the racism. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> the, <clears throat> I just can't... I'm like, more, please. Give, if this you, is if this, any <laughs> other podcast. Um, <laughs> well, there's... Look, they both have their struggles. You're not wrong. And yeah, you're willing to acknowledge <laughs> those and not, yeah. not look past them. Right. But maybe look to another form of fantasy or sci-fi sure. that is a- less. Yeah. Anyway. That's why we kick H.P. Lovecraft to horror. It's not sci-fi. <laughs> it's horror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think it is fantasy because there are so... Uh, 
a lot of times in sci-fi, mm-hmm. if they don't have an original idea, they'll kind of sure. spring off fantasy or a fantasized version of history. So like I know there's multiple yeah. episodes uh, of Star Trek where they like go to a planet and it's just ancient Greece with yeah. an X factor <laughs> yeah. or it's just the Vikings with an X factor. Right, like, right. so they pivot, they use those historical things and they turn them to fantasy, but because it's on another planet, it becomes sci-fi. So it's not, it's not lazy. Like I, I honestly, I love that stuff, but it's like, you're just making this a fantasy show on another planet. So, right. Right. Uh, I obviously everyone, everyone in this room, at least everyone knows my love of D and D of what? Well, okay. So it's dungeons and donuts. <laughs> Uh, but okay, sure. most of that is fantasy. I mean, there are some sci-fi elements to a few of the different sure. adventure modules and things, but most of that is fantasy. Um, but I'll say, I mean, it's hard to, what what I want Brendan to do, so I'm not going to go best known. I'm not going to go, because everyone knows, Lord. like I said, everyone knows Lord of the Rings. Right. A lot of people have seen Chronicles of Narnia. There's better fantasy out there. Right. So what I want Brendan to do oh. And you don't have to do this by next week or 12 days or whenever. This who knows, who knows how long I'd like you to read the first book in the series that I love about a D&D. It's set in the D&D world. Sure. What's the noise for rolling my eyes? <laughs> you, first of all, you need eye drops. <laughs> if they're making that noise, get them checked out. But... I think it, so it's a 14 book series and then there's a bunch of little like offshoot. I said, read the first book. I said, read the first book. I didn't say anything. You didn't say anything. Cause you're just staring at Brendan and you keep getting closer. Uh, sure. Yeah. But it, it's a, a DD character that was yeah. established and created by RA Salvatore. Oh yeah. It's that series. I just want you to read the first, first half of a book first, but whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. What's just the, however much what, you want to read. What is it called? Do you know? The, the, the whole series is called the, uh, Hate talking nerd shit. God, you Go guys ahead, are continue. Go ahead. fucking four eyes looking at me. Bunch of <laughs> eight eyes over there. It's called The Legend of Drizzt. And it's right. very good, very right. well written. And it deals, uh, I mean, the specific overtones sure. are racism yeah. because it's a dark elf. Mm. Yeah, But it's dealt with head on and in a right. positive way. Sure. So, so there's a lot of white elf cops <laughs> shooting dark elves. <laughs> Well, with they, magic oh, missiles. Fuck. No, no. But just because every town that he goes into gives him dirty looks doesn't. So I will say, uh, a long time ago, I think you actually bought me the first three books of the Dristo Jordan, uh, the Exile, the Exile trilogy. Yeah, you bought me those. I read them. I love them. Oh, uh, I, then I own. I, then I bought four, five, and six. We're technically four, five, and six now. Start. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what started. That's what it. started yeah. it. Like the Halfling's Gem and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I have those, so I, I need to actually read those. So I will. So yeah, I'll, read the fourth uh, book. I'll put down my Witcher books and I'll read. Uh, the, <laughs> ah, the so I see you were already <laughs> consuming. <laughs> so I'll say for you, yeah, I'll say this. <laughs> I think again, I think the best sci-fi is more based in reality. Sure. Right? Oh yeah. Fallout. So. Movies like Arrival, oh, yeah, specifically yeah. hit hard because, yeah, it's a sci-fi movie. It has to do with aliens, but it's not about the aliens, right? It's about the human experiences mm-hmm. that aliens bring. Same with, um, specifically Solaris, yeah, the, the original oh. '70s movie, yeah, the remake, the book, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
how do you interact with someone or something that doesn't experience the universe the same way you do? Right. It's a very, totally very interesting. Totally like, universal human experiences that are explained without two people talking to each sure. other. Yeah. That's that's the best version of sci-fi to yeah. me. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I forgot to mention Highlander. <laughs> there can only be one. There can only be so, one. There can only be one. <laughs> Sorry, Highlander. Go ahead. Keep going. You're you're gonna have to give him your recommendation for like I mean, just, he I mean, those two. Yeah, dude, w- go watch Arrival and try not to cry. Yeah, he oh. says that every that dude that Arrival gets him. Arrival gets him. It's phenomenal. Yes, it's I great. I'm yeah. just surprised that that's the movie that is 100 percent count every, on making you cry. Every time Amy Adams says, "I forgot how much I like," yeah, hugging. I forgot the way you felt or whatever the mm. when she's hugging Jeremy Renner, but it's the first time they hug, but also. He's not whispering. He's choking back tears. Dude. Yeah, he's crying. He's crying. It crazy. hits. It hits. Yeah, I, I like that. That's good. So which, so do you prefer sci-fi over fantasy? Uh, I like to consume sci-fi, but I like to like participate in you fantasy. Like D&D things. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. That's definitely. Let's be clear. We all three love both. Yeah, we do. But like, yeah. I mean, even Fallout, I would technically consider that sci-fi. Right. And it's one of my favorite franchises of all time. That's very true. Same, same. Game, movie, book, whatever. So I, I would agree with you. you. Got a tough choice out of you, man. We do. I don't know that either of us r- really did either no. genre justice. You did. You did a good. You did a good. Good job. I we like got both loud, those. and that's really what people tune <laughs> that's in for. What it's really what the debate is all about. I'm gonna pick sci-fi. I'm this is. A total Vargas. surprise for me. <laughs> Not me. I stumbled over. Wow. What are the things that you say out of your mouth? Uh, words. We don't, I stumbled over words. Talk phrases. We don't say slurs on this podcast, so keep your fantasy to yourself. Oh, it's a different fantasy. I get you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, I, I think I like the idea of your the argument of sci-fi presents the world in different ways. Uh, of like arrival is a really good idea, and so is Ex Machina, and like these ideas of yeah. um, presenting the world in it could be just our world, just twisted a certain way, and like different perspectives and things like that. A little bit different, and it's always about the human's pr- perspective right. and everything like that. Uh, that that is one thing I find interesting. And this isn't like I'm not angry, right. but that's it's very interesting that you you need to add very little to our current world to make it quote unquote sci-fi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just like one bit of technology right. could change the whole landscape. So whereas I think fantasy generally, and I, I think there is like modern day fantasy things and things like that. Well, that really good uh, Oscar nominated cop movie that Will Smith was in that had, uh, yeah, yeah. Directed Bright. by no, oh, yes. Bright. Remember that directed by known pedophile Max Landis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which that one isn't a bit. It's not really a bit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah. So I, I think I always think it's interesting because there, to me, in my limited scope of everything that I can consume, is that fantasy generally doesn't portray like that human experience as, as well or as interesting. I think as sci-fi. You know what I mean? Right. And especially with the way Brian put it, um, you know, very well uh, in that. <laughs> Though <laughs> there is very good fantasy out there, and I think I was very surprised whenever I read the the first three books that like that he wrote retro like way later 
because I think he actually wrote those original books like a long wrote time the ago. The original ones, like I think in the eighties. Yeah. So yeah. that that's and that's what has become four, five, and six. And then he went back and went. Driss is a very popular character. Let's rewrite this stuff and give him more. He pulled a George Lucas. <laughs> Basically, let's yeah. not bring that up. <laughs> and and gave it like more of a backstory to Driss than this this dark character because I think like what little I've seen of like that fourth book. I think it is the Halfling's Gem, if I remember right. Um, we'll go look on my bookshelf after I'm this. I'm pretty sure he doesn't mention Driz's name for a long time and just calls him the Dark One or something, something crazy like that. It, it's been a year or so <laughs> since I've read them all. But but I, I just think that's that's a fascinating way of like doing that, and especially like. Um, so here's here's the big difference consuming I, consuming that type of media, I guess, compared to like sci-fi. Here's the big difference. I think sci-fi is more applicable to my life, mm. and fantasy is something that I want to. Invest in. I, yeah. I, t- I want to get out of my life right. and be in this world where dragons and orcs and elves and stuff right. exist. It's like but eventually we'll get sci-fi. Eventually we'll be there. Yeah. You know? Fucking where's my flying car, Elon? Exactly. So I'm going to do sci-fi and I, I'm pumped because like now I get to re- revisit Arrival. Now uh. I get uh, now I, I'm forced to read that fourth <laughs> book. Say uh, force. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just because I got this gun out. I don't. But I will say, and that's interesting because like sci-fi game wise like i've been playing a lot of doom eternal and yeah yeah and that star wars fallen order game and then also skyrim is a game that i play constantly see but tell me like doom Eternal's great tell me that's not more of a fantasy than it is a sci-fi right with the like, hell with the hell stuff yeah i, I mean, mean come on yeah. like it, it blurs the line very heavily between yeah. fantasy sci-fi like, just which be- i think is awesome just Those because it has yeah. computers and shit doesn't right. immediately make it a sci-fi exactly but the fact that it brings in a lot of in amazing lore and like yeah. hell and heaven. So it's very I think, cool. I think cause, because and it's sort of like I touched on, uh, I know we're running over here, but uh, fantasy is more historical based just, just in yeah, general. Generally, yeah. So if you do have any kind of weird shit uh, in sci-fi, I mean, or, or in present day or whatever, it's just, Labeled as sci-fi, even right. if it's like uh, like bright, even if it's kind of t- kind of a sci-fi-ish movie, you know right. what I mean? Like a, kind a character, of? like a, a a character, an orc, which right. is generally associated with fantasy, but you put them in the future, and now it's uh, well, I mean, it's just like an alien sort of thing. <laughs> it's not <laughs> right, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I, and, yeah. and that's what I was curious about with, with this argument. One, like how you guys viewed these two things, and two, like what. Like, well, what do you think is better? You know, so I'm happy. I'm, I like that. That's good. What are we uh, doing next time, Bright Guy? Yeah, yeah. Next time. So, do we need a, no, we do don't we need, need a vamp, vamp for a little while. We don't need to have someone else do the exit real so, quick. So, thank you so much for listening. Uh, as Brian, uh, he had something, he choked on something. Um, you can find us at our wonderful podcast on many of the wonderful apps we have, Apple uh, Android, Google Play, Stitcher, etc. You can find us on Twitter at debates on tap. Uh, you can find us on e- at the email at debates on fans at gmail.com. The email. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at debates on pictures. Um, we're on Facebook. We've we're got on a Facebook. Facebook Facebook.com slash debates on tap, I think it is. So like that and subscribe for more Minecraft videos. Brian. <laughs> Back to me in the studio. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I, I know. My last few entries have all been song related. I think we have some music um, topics to discuss. On yeah, and I, if I remember correctly, uh, I think we both won a couple of those. I don't <laughs> think it was a landslide for Brendan. No, no, Brendan hasn't dominated this music category completely. Um, but uh, in in spite of that, 
we've been talking about what we do in the shadows a lot. And Ooh. one of the credit songs that I wouldn't shut up about for a while, uh, No still Vampires... Have, still haven't shut up about uh, I'm going to play it immediately after this. <laughs> no Vampires Remain in Romania. Uh, it makes me feel good. It makes me do a little jig in the kitchen sometimes, some dancing. I do some dancing if you've ever seen me dance. You know what I'm talking about. So what I want is there's no time limit, no, no uh, year limit, right? We, I've been kind of going on decades and stuff. But if if you could pick three songs to make Bry Guy, me specifically, dance, three songs that if I heard in a row, I would not be able to stop related dancing. to this type of music or just any music, any any any, any music that Brian can dance to that that me specifically would want to dance. Like if I heard it and I just start. Giving you one of these. I know this is why you guys say we need to film for this shit right here. Yeah, because you got the shimmy shake going on. Anything that would make old Bry guy want to dance. Okay. It could be something you've done in the the past. I wouldn't recommend it because I'm going to look down on that. (laughs) But if you want to, do it. Sure. That's it. Any years, any time frame. Boom. That's what we're doing next time. Three three songs. So it's not the songs you like the most. Not necessarily. Just ones that'll get Just his to shoulders. Clarify. So three Metallica songs will not <laughs> it win. Will not win. I can guarantee you that. That's three what I versions wanted. of No Vampires Remain in Romania <laughs> will not win as well. Okay. I just want to. I just want to fucking dance. You just want to dance, yeah. bro. Yeah. Let my hair down. Get me out of this quarantine. Okay. Into we can, Dance we can Street. We can into Funky Town. Don't Thank pick you. Funky Town. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.